Well, the heat becomes the story now over the next few days after multiple rounds of showers and thunderstorms over the last several days. Some areas, especially near and west of Interstate 95, getting in some very heavy tropical downpours. We start to see a trend towards somewhat drier weather. Now, it doesn't mean to say it's completely dry, and we'll still see a few showers and thunderstorms today and where they occur some heavy rain, but we'll also have plenty of hours where the sun is out in some spots, no rain at all. And that's the start of a trend that for tomorrow and Thursday will be a couple of the driest days that we'll have over the next week or so. Just an isolated shower, a thunderstorm tomorrow and Thursday. Many spots staying dry both days. And temperatures, though, with more sunshine and less rain will be hotter. We'll make it into the mid-90s for tomorrow and Thursday. And it'll be plenty hot today. We reach the low 90s. Dew point temperatures are well into the 70s. You see all that um, uh, water um, condensation on the windows in the morning hours like we saw yesterday and yet again this morning that humidity is sky high so you take a temperature up to or a little bit above 90 the feel like temperatures will be way above 100 today 102 105 106 107 at times at the peak so hot one and then tomorrow on thursday those air temperatures reaching the mid 90s and then by friday and saturday we go back to a pattern that's pretty typical for for late summer we get a scattered afternoon shower a thunderstorm the winds will start to come in out of the west and southwest but most levels of the atmosphere my point on that is that the storms start to move to the east and northeast, moving from inland areas midday to the beaches by mid to late afternoon. Uh, unlike the last few days where the winds have been out of the southeast and the showers and storms have been moving in a north and northwesterly direction. So that's a little bit of a pattern change. Temperatures level off some, but still reach 90-plus for Friday and Saturday. And it looks like that pattern holds right on into the rest of the weekend as it stands right now. In the tropics, well, Marco fell apart. It uh, literally got decapitated uh, by strong wind shear Sunday night into Monday. That's a good thing. That's the enemy of tropical systems. So Marco, quickly weakening, did make a landfall last evening, about 7 o'clock our time, eastern daylight time at the mouth of the Mississippi, so a little bit southeast of New Orleans. All the weather so to speak. The heavy rain and, and gusty winds and isolated tornadoes were well to the east, though, and the Florida panhandle's been taking it on the chin with Marco, or at least the outer bands of Marco, with several inches of rain, and in some cases, more than a half foot of rain. There have been isolated water spouts and tornadoes, and uh, that extended west all the way through Mobile, and, and then New Orleans got next to nothing out of it. A few showers and storms, but certainly nothing of much consequence. Marco now inland and still undergoing shear will continue to weaken, drifting toward the west and eventually dissipating it's a non-player on the playing field of tropical systems, and there will be no interaction with uh, Laura, as we tried to emphasize late last week, but it, that got a lot of play on social media and whatnot. But in any case... It's uh, not a not a story. So we go to Laura, which is a different story. It's been uh, it's been. Uh Tangling with land for the better part of the last few days. I mean, it was over Hispaniola for a couple of days with uh, tremendous flooding there and at least a dozen deaths. It's been across Cuba for the last day and a half or so. Again, with some very heavy rainfall, even a couple of isolated tornadoes. Now it's moving away from Cuba. It's into the Gulf of Mexico. Very warm ocean water, a generally favorable environment in the atmosphere, too, for strengthening. And it looks like Laura is a problem. And it may be Houston we have a problem, so to speak, as uh, this storm is going to get awfully close to heat. Houston upon landfall Wednesday night. It looks like steady strengthening now, perhaps a period of rapid strengthening as it moves to the west-northwest initially and then turns rather sharply to the north over the western Gulf of Mexico. Much of it predicated by the strength and location of that good old Bermuda High, which has been our protector here in Jacksonville and northeastern Florida as far as Marco and Laura are concerned. 
So lower will move west-northwest, turning more northward with time. That more northward with time, obviously key for Texas and Louisiana for the exact landfall spot. It looks like a bit either way of midnight, Wednesday night, a Category 2, possibly Category 3 hurricane, making landfall on the upper Texas coast or perhaps extreme southwestern Louisiana. Any deviation to the west brings Houston into play and would be a big deal, of course. But uh, otherwise, it would be a relatively sparsely populated area, but still significant. It also moves across the oil wells and much of the petroleum uh, areas of um, the Gulf Coast area. That may mean a little bit of a bump in gas prices, depending on the intensity of this storm over the next, uh, say, week to 10 days or so. And um, then the storm will uh, continue to, to move northward, turning a little more northeast with time and moving up through the middle part of the country before taking a pretty sharp turn east across the Tennessee Valley, weakening, of course, because it's over land. But then all indications are that its remnants will make it out over the western Atlantic uh, by the time we get to the weekend, likely not uh, having a chance to rejuvenate, but something to watch. And even if it does, it would be pushing off to the east and northeast out over the open Atlantic, but kind of going full circle, in other words. Uh, Laura's not a problem for us, as we've been saying for a while now, staying way to our south the last couple of days, and that turn to the north will be way to our west, so no local impacts from Laura. We still do, however, at our beaches, have an onshore wind out of the east and southeast, so there will be a heightened rip current risk yet for today, a very high rip current risk. Best advice is to stay out of the ocean. And even a heightened rip current risk tomorrow and into Thursday with at least some semblance of an onshore flow at the beaches, and then those winds become more out of the west and southwest, as I mentioned earlier, by Friday into the weekend, and that will help conditions improve at our beaches. Uh, getting back to the tropics, by the way, uh, the wider view is pretty quiet in the shorter to midterm, but I'm still tracking at least one disturbance that's going to move across the Atlantic the way it looks the first 10 days of September. That bears watching, especially between about the 5th and the 9th of September, give or take. It looks like it could be over the southwestern Atlantic, and that, of course, will be a crossroads for whether or not it's a recurve out over the Atlantic or a move more to the west that would bring the U.S. into play. So that's the next thing to watch. It's a ways off and a ways to go yet here, of course, obviously, but um, something certainly to track. Laura is the big story in the short term, but again, staying far away from Jacksonville and northeastern Florida. That forecast uh, path, by the way, mimics uh, powerful Hurricane Rita back in 2005, and if that rings a bell, well, that followed closely uh, Katrina. Um, so, um, uh, that was a, a big storm, and this track appears at this point to be somewhat similar, perhaps a little bit west of Rita's uh, back in 2005. More, of course, in Talking the Tropics with Mike at CBS 47 and Fox 30, ActionNewsJax.com, on WOKV.com, and our first alert weather app. Thoy weather all the time. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike Burrish from the CBS 47 at Fox 30, Action News Jack's first alert weather center for 104.5 WOKV.